When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's the end of January, January 31st, 2023, and uh, it's episode 363. Excited about today's show. We're bringing on a four-time NCAA qualifier. He wrestles at Pitt, and he's ranked number six at 133 pounds. It's Mickey Philippi. Mickey, thanks for joining us today, man. How you doing? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Yeah, I'm, I'm great. I'm great. I'm, I'm glad you're out here. Um, and, you know, I just want to spend some time, like, getting to know your story a little bit more in depth than I do. You know, uh, I know you're from like the Whippeal area out in Western Pennsylvania and that's wrestling country. So let's just kind of get into, you know, what was, what was your introduction to wrestling? Like, I feel like every other person I know from Western Pennsylvania has a wrestling room in their basement or their friend does. Um, what was your, what were your early experiences in wrestling? How did you get involved with the sport? Yeah. I mean, my experience is a little different than I feel like, uh, a lot of the guys that were Western PA just because. I was actually the first in my family to wrestle. So like, it wasn't like my dad um, grew up in the sport and, you know, was like crazy into it. That made me do it. I actually like kind of just really wanted to do it. And my dad was like, Hey, we'll try it. And then we tried it and my family fell in love with it. My dad became like extremely, extremely involved in the sport and got close with my club coaches. And, uh, I mean, from there, it was like weekend after weekend in Western PA, just wrestling two tournaments a weekend. Uh, it kind of just took over going to club practice every night and uh, camps all summer. And I mean, it was awesome. But yeah, it was a little different just because, like I said, a lot of families are wrestling families in this area and like mine wasn't. But now it's like far from like my family is an extreme wrestling family. Like I have a ton of nephews that wrestle and they're really into it. And uh, honestly, they're pretty tough. So I'm, I'm excited to watch them go through it. They're a couple of them are younger. One of them is in eighth grade. So hopefully next year you can come in and make some noise in the high school scene, but it's uh. so now we got a, we got a lot of wrestlers. <laughs> yeah. That's all. Yeah. That, that is the untypical story from, from Western Pennsylvania. And uh, like you have a, it's a wrestling family now. He said, is that basically, you think, is that because of you? Like you got into it, your dad got into it, and then his brothers and sisters. Yeah, I mean, so basically my, I would say, I, I guess everyone started to love it because of me, but my brother, uh, my, one of my, both my brothers have boys, and uh, my one brother, whenever I was younger, actually, he, he had a gym, and at his gym, he like built a little wrestling room in it. And it turned into, first, I was just doing privates with a guy. And it was me, this guy, and Jimmy Golubon, actually. Um, And it was like, because Jimmy Golubon was at my high school. And I kind of just followed Jimmy around, um, trying to be like him, you know. Um, But uh, slowly but surely, that little wrestling room with, like, a torn up mat, like, it was, like, it was 
rough. Like you were in there running into these wooden walls and the mat was rough coming out of there with like brush burns from the mat. Um, cause it wasn't, you know, it was like a hand-me-down mat. And now he has like a, a full on wrestling room at his place. And, uh, but, uh, it was, yeah, it kind of, it, it just kind of spiraled into everyone loving it. And then my oldest nephew got into it. I was still in high school. I'm the baby in my family by a long shot. So he was, I mean, I have pictures of me at his state tournament when he was like seven, eight, you know, and then uh, now he's 14 um, and uh, wrestling in the eighth in eighth grade. And I, I wrestle with him all the time. Like we play wrestle all the time all summer and uh, he's my size. So it's like, he's going to probably pass me up, but still, I still won't let him get, get a takedown on me, you know? <laughs> no, I hear that uh, for now. Uh, yeah. Uh, what, were- were you were you pretty good like coming up or did it take you know some guys are like yeah i was just kind of good when i started for whatever reason and some guys like it took a little while and and over time they got you know to have more success yeah i mean i think i was kind of natural like right away as like athleticism but um my i wouldn't say i was great art you have to like so in pa especially my era it was crazy like you had at my weight you had like i mean jason nolf was around there uh luke pletcher sammy crevis um michael kemmer was close in weight uh maruka um you name anyone my cameron coy uh ac headley <laughs> it was crazy but uh it was really tough to be like considered good as a kid in my area because you might be tough for, uh, like, you might be tough for Western PA, but, like, you, like I didn't even make it to the state tournament until I was in sixth grade. And um, these guys were, like, winning state titles basically the whole way up, and I just couldn't get out of the area because they only took top two, and I'd be wrestling, uh, like, Luke Fletcher in the semis, and then in Wrestlebacks for true second, I'd wrestle, like, I don't know if you remember this name, but, like, Gus Solomon, who – was super tough like another division one guy and it's like it was a one-point match but I wouldn't even make the tournament (laughs) so it was crazy I didn't even make the tournament until I was in sixth grade and then I didn't play I placed in seventh fifth and then in eighth grade I placed fourth and then freshman year I just uh I kind of took off that summer I I mean I was working really hard all those years but that that summer I really um so I don't know if you guys knew this. My dad passed away actually when I was in eighth grade. So that summer, I don't know, like it was like my like getaway. So I just used wrestling like that, and I was in the wrestling room all the time. And that next year, I kind of just took off, and uh, I won states. And then the what I went to Flow Nationals that year, and I think I took like fifth. Um, it was a tough bracket, um, and then I think I lost to Chad Red actually to fall down for fifth and sixth. Um, but then from there, I kind of never looked back. I think I made the Super 32 finals that following year against Luke Pletcher, which was we've wrestled a million times. Um, and then uh, yeah. I ended up winning like two more state titles in high school and took third one. So I feel like mine was a little different than most where I wasn't a killer as a kid, but I was tough. And then high school, I just took off and never looked back. Uh, sorry about your dad. I, I, I wasn't aware of that um yeah no it's it's good it honestly it was a uh a drive and it really it I mean it still drives me so it's a it's a cool uh it's like cool to be able to I don't know like 
before every match, you know, have that connection with him. So it's, it's good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, and that's my point. Like, you know, you're, you're not, and didn't even qualify till sixth grade, I think. And you're like fifth and sixth or whatever. Um, and you make this jump and, and, and right around, it sounds like the time that your dad passed, was this a physical or, or a mental jump or, or even like maybe emotional or spiritual, uh, potentially. So I would say, so I wrestled with Luke Fletcher and I like grew up wrestling together a lot. We went to the same club and, uh, well clubs, we went to a lot of clubs together, but, uh, we wrestled a ton. So we wrestled in the room a lot. And then I feel like I was double A, he was triple A in high school. So I don't know. We kind of just like used each other at that point. Cause it was like, you can't get a better partner and we're not going to have yeah. to wrestle each other for the state tournament. So we would practice together a ton um in high school and I think that really helped me just um him and I kind of clashing and and pushing each other to the top so I would say like there were some adjustments in my wrestling but mentally also like I don't know after there was just like a point where I I like I remember I said to my coaches like don't tell me who I have so I had no clue who I had ever going out on the mat like that freshman year and I remember in the at states I actually I lost at regionals. I took third um, to Justin Patrick, who was he was tough, but I lost him like ride out. And then I ended up winning winning um, the bracket at states. But it was I had uh, Corbin Myers in the semis, who obviously I wrestled him a million times in college. But um, and Corbin was coming off like third place in the state from the year before, and I just I didn't even know who Corbin Myers was. I was just ignorant um to it I, I really didn't pay attention did not focus on names or rankings or anything I just walked out there and I tell my coach just like let me know who I have when the when I'm when it's time to go and, and I think that was the difference just mentally not worrying and then I just from there it was like I should probably not worry you know like just don't think about it and just go out there and wrestle so from there forward I did the same thing like Powerade I never knew my seed Super 32 I, the year I took second, I think I was the two seed and like, I didn't even look at the bracket. So I didn't even know I was the two seed. I just looked at my number for the bout and went out and wrestled. Wow. That's not yeah. easy, right? <laughs> I mean, everybody's uh, obsessed with brackets, right? Their own and everybody else's. And, and so to know that that's what you, to know that what you needed was to not look at that and to actually not do it is, is pretty impressive. Um, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think that uh, it's harder nowadays too. like looking at it with like for, cause I'm not saying I'm, I'm old. I'm definitely old for college wrestling. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm that old, but uh, like the kids nowadays, I feel like, cause I coach a lot. Actually, I, I coach two days a week right now um, during season because I love it and I want to help out. But uh, like those kids, like they'll be telling me like, Oh, I wrestled the number one ranked kid at whatever this weekend. And I'm like, how do you even know that? Like, I was like, cause it's not, I, I don't think it's great for them to focus on that. And I try to tell them that like, don't focus on like what ranking that kid or what ranking you are, because you know, like you both have to wrestle each other and rankings really don't matter to, to that point. They matter in a way, but it's just like, when you step out there, like he's got to beat you either way. So like even this weekend, um, this might sound crazy, but I wrestled the Tona and, I didn't even know what either of us were ranked. Like, yeah, every once in a while, like whenever I walked on the mat, I see it on the board. Cause they'll say seven and five and they'll announce it. But like, I don't look at like when I'm tweeted at or 
or that stuff just because I don't know. It's, it's just something mentally I don't want to put in my mind. Um, so I just try not to pay attention to it, but it's like I said, nowadays it's so hard not to pay attention to it. It's just like, it's everywhere. It's in your face, man. And it's really, it's right. Like the, the me and the guys I work with, it's our job. We're not yeah. telling the athletes, but we're telling everybody and the athletes are part of everybody. And it's, you know, that's, that's just kind of, that's the world we live in now. So a lot, a lot more promotion, a lot more talking about wrestling and wrestlers and what matchups and trying to make it exciting, exciting for the Yeah, fans. no, I think it's good. I think it's a good thing. Like for the sport, I say that all the time. Like, I think it's great for the sport. What you guys do is amazing. Um, promoting it and you can just see the growth in wrestling so i don't think it's a bad thing i just know for myself personally i just try not to pay attention to it but i don't know i'm also to a point in my career like i said i'm older i'm on the older end of things so i'm to a point in my career where it's just like at this point i really have nothing left to prove it's just go out there and uh let loose so every time i step out there i just try to have that mindset yeah love it man i love that that mindset uh so, you know, that kind of takes us into in, in your high school career. And, you know, when did, when did you know you wanted to wrestle in college? And what was that recruiting process like? Yeah, it's so like we said, Western PA is they love wrestling. So to be honest, I knew I wanted to be a, a college wrestler probably from, I mean, the time I got into it. I think like fourth grade was when I really got into wrestling. But I remember being at uh a camp actually at uh, all American. It was a wrestling club I went to. And uh, I think uh, it was Tion Ware came in. Uh, I think it was. And like, I just remember seeing him. I had no clue who he was, but I'm like, that's pretty cool. He wrestles in college. Like I definitely want to do that. And then uh, from the rest of the way through, it was like going to the, all these clubs in Western PA. Like I went to young guns a lot in high school and Pitbull. And uh, you just see like, I don't know, like division one wrestler after division one wrestler um, going into like high school kids going to division one. Uh, and it was like, I really want to do that. And I think it's a good path for me. Um, I think it really, I was fortunate because I think without wrestling, I don't exactly know where I'd be. I'm not saying I would have went down a dark path, but I think that uh, it really did guide me and set me up with a good network. And I mean, I think my life's pretty good. I'm happy. So uh, I kind of knew that college wrestling was, was my path. So I guess, so I, I guess the, the answer to that question would probably be pretty young. I knew I wanted to wrestle in college, but in high school is whenever it was like, Oh, I can really do this. And then the recruiting process was crazy. Um, it was because like <laughs> every school you go see, you want to go to like as a college kid, I mean, as a high school kid, it's like, you're, you go on a college campus, you're like, this is really, really cool. And I went and saw like every college you could see. And every time I went to that college, I was like, Oh, I want to go here. So it was not easy by any means. Um, I think I like my head, my mind changed probably 10 times in high school to where I wanted to go. And then, I mean, even I went to UVA and ended up transferring to Pitt, uh, realizing it just wasn't the right fit for me. So it's definitely a tough process, uh, especially with like, I mean, people like you have these coaches like that you looked up to your whole life. Finally, like, they're reaching out to you. And it's like, it's a really cool experience. Yeah, absolutely. Why, why did you choose UVA initially? And then why was it not the fit for you? Why did you decide Pitt was the fit for you? So, huh. so really, I actually almost committed to NC State 
like really early on in the recruiting process, I was like extremely close to committing there. And then I actually was calling the schools to where I was going to, like, as I was about to commit, I started calling around and started to tell people like, Hey, I think this is where I want to go. And I, I realized like real quickly, I, whenever I called um, a couple of the coaches that wait, maybe this was too quick. And, uh, one, I mean, one of the people, it's like Jordan Lean, who I ended up, uh, I ended up obviously at UVA with. He, him, and I had a really good connection. And like after, he actually thought I was going to NC State, so he quit talking to me for a while. But it was like I realized after um, making those phone calls that like, hey, this is maybe that wasn't maybe this isn't the right fit yet. It just doesn't feel right yet. And then. Once uh, Lean found out I was still open to being recruited, he called me, and I I really liked him for a long time. I actually met him at a wrestling camp whenever I was pretty young. Like I watched him. I, he didn't even know who I was, but he came to a camp in our area, and I always looked up to him. And then we just grew a close bond, and even throughout college, we grew a really close um, bond. And then he, we went. To, I went to UVA. And he was there and I, I really liked it, but I was homesick. Um, I was homesick because, I mean, Western Pennsylvania is just way different than Virginia when it comes to wrestling. Um, yeah. Everyone loves wrestling. You go to a match and the atmosphere is like, it's just completely different. It's it, it's like, yeah, I go to the grocery store and I run into someone and they're like, hey, Mickey, like, like they know me because it's they're into wrestling. And it just wasn't the same at UVA nothing against there the, the campus is beautiful and the coaches are amazing um I just wasn't that comfortable and I, I really started to get homesick because of that and uh so mentally I just didn't think it was the right place for me to be with being homesick like that and then it just happened to be that coach lean and coach Gavin were here who recruited me to UVA so it's <laughs> out kind of perfect yeah it worked out really well because I actually didn't didn't look for like I, I didn't really look at Pitt super hard in the recruiting process. I overlooked them, but uh, since I got here, they've really turned the program around. If anything, like Penn State, I was really into Penn State for a minute there because that wasn't too far, and Jimmy Goulbon went there, who went to my high school, and uh, I mean it's Pennsylvania wrestling, so uh, I, I really liked it. But yeah, I overlooked Pitt, and I, I regretted that <laughs> because then I had to sit for a year, which wasn't fun you know it wasn't fun to have to sit back and watch guys have success that I think I could beat or even just you know I I like to wrestle and not being able to do it it was hard sure yeah was it so was that before the the I don't get my years mixed up did you transfer before the whole portal thing yeah it was before that so I was at UVA for a year transferred here and uh, we were trying to get it cleared so I could wrestle, but it just it didn't work out um, because you know ACC to ACC you can't you couldn't transfer ACC to ACC without you losing a year. And I kind of went into it knowing that just because I, I mentally wanted to be in a better place and I put myself in the best position to win a national title. Um, but uh, yeah, so it was before that, and then that that ended up happening like down the line but we like appealed it and i guess i got the year back yeah man and so what you're on you are you on year seven like overall is that right yeah i'm on year seven it's uh wild (laughs) the tommy boy line right 
a lot of people go mm-hmm. to school for seven years. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel at this point because like all my friends from high school are working like full time jobs, and my and I'm married actually, so my wife works full time, and I'm still uh, still wrestling in college. So it definitely is. Uh, it, it's definitely different, but I mean, I did get my master's degree last year so like I got a graduate degree which is cool and uh took advantage of it now this year I'm getting a certificate and trying to just take advantage of the time I'm here and uh I mean it's hard to turn down another year of wrestling yeah well to that point right I I know some guys who were you know after the whole COVID thing happened and they were on to their fifth year but they got an extra one some of them were just like nah I'm good, like, because you, as you know, as anybody probably watching this, wrestling's hard. College wrestling's hard. It's really hard. Oh, yeah. It takes a special and almost a, a, a unique, weirds not the crazy kind of person to want to continue to do it. You know, was it ever? Did it ever consider? Did you ever consider not taking the the, the extra year, or is it 100 percent like, no, no, you give me the years, I'm going to take them. Yeah, I I questioned it for a minute um, last year. It was like mid season last year. I I debated on what I wanted to do this year. I was just like, oh, we'll figure it out when the time comes. But um uh-huh. I had an I had an idea that I was gonna take it just because like Coach Gavin always says, he's like, You never know when these opportunities aren't gonna be there. And uh COVID like was a good example of that where right. you know, it just out of nowhere we don't have a national tournament and uh all everything we work for is gone. So that kind of like that actually COVID kind of was a reason it's like, you know, you don't want to miss opportunities that and look back and be like, I wish I would have, you know, I have the rest of my life to work. And like you said, it definitely does take a little bit of a crazy person. And I would say uh, wrestlers are crazy. (laughs) And I think that I might be a little bit crazy. I, I really do love the grind of it, but also I just knew if I came back this year, that we may have to do a little bit something different just to keep my body feeling good, which it feels great. I'm not having any issues this year, but just being older and uh, making weight every week, it's, it's hard on the body and it's, it's not, uh, I mean, especially when you're not, you know, 18 anymore, 19, like you're, you're getting older. It, It makes your body start to hurt. Are you doing things differently? Are you doing some, some things differently considering your age to keep your body feeling good? Yeah, for sure. I have uh I'm on a different schedule than like not not a completely different schedule than the team, but like for instance, yesterday I came in with the team and worked out. Um today I worked out earlier, um one on one with one of my teammates and Luke Fletcher like did the workout for us, like ran it. And uh then on Thursdays I usually wrestle with Luke one on one. Um and I have my Wednesdays off and to like, you know, take care of my body. I go to the chiropractor um uh do some rehab in here cold tub all that stuff but yeah it's a little bit different it's it's similar but i'm just not i'm not lifting as much as uh the other guys do and i'm doing more like circuit like functional training when it comes to that but uh yeah it's it's just a little bit different i still did preseason this year i it was coach gavin gave uh me the option on some of the runs he's like if you don't want to do it you don't have to but like you said, wrestlers are a little crazy. So I showed up to like every run just cause like it's, it's, I feel like a baby, you know, I don't want to look like, uh, 
I don't want to look like I'm trying to take the easy way out ever. So I still showed up and, you know, tried to win everything <laughs> for you. Um, yeah. Let's get get into like the performances, right? I mean, you, you've been in the NCAAs four times, I think three times uh, to, to the blood round. You know, when you, when you look back at, at your appearances, performances at the NCAA, what do you, uh, how do you reflect on it? What are your takeaways? Yeah, I would say, um, I think my first two years, uh, I had obvious, I had great seasons. I think like my first year in college was like a big breakout for me. I had wins over, over half the guys on the podium that year, including the guys in the finals. Um, I just, I put too much pressure on it. Uh, I made the moment bigger than it was, which is what like coach Gavin says that all the time. Like don't make it bigger than it is. We wrestle matches in the room every day. So what's the difference really? You know, it's, it's, there's really not a difference. It's just, there's a crowd around you and it makes you feel different. So I would say I put too much pressure on it and uh, stepped out there and just didn't wrestle like myself because of that. Um, I mean, my first year there, I mean, I ran into Luke Fletcher in the quarterfinals, which I lost by like a point. And I mean, that's a match that I've wrestled a million times. Like, I really, I, I say that it's like, I wish that match didn't happen in the quarterfinals, you know, because <laughs> I've wrestled him so many times. It was, uh, that one was like a 50-50 shot, basically. Um, but, uh, you know, I just mentally, I think I put too much pressure on myself over the over the years and then last year actually at the tournament I wrestled great I felt great I was confident I didn't make a big deal about it I uh I remember I had DeSanto second match which it didn't even bother me I got I didn't know I had him until the coach told me because like I said I won't look at the bracket but I went out there so confident and it was it was a one takedown match I I uh, slipped up for a second there and tried to hang on to the elbow in a front headlock instead of circling up. And, you know, little things like that can blow big matches. So I lost that one. And then I just, that Chris Cannon match for the blood round, he caught me in a quick touch ball cradle. And I can't, I, I, I don't know. It just, I don't think I wrestled bad. I think that I just got beat and I got to be honest with myself there. So I don't think the issue was mentality the last year, but I think the last the two years before that I would say mentality was a big thing. And now I'm just trying not to make anything bigger than it is and perform under the lights because you know it's fun to be out there. So, if there was one match you could have again, you could go back and and have a do over from from your you know tournaments. Is there one that sticks out? It's like ah oh, that that there was that one. Maybe it was the DeSanto. Maybe it's one you talked about. Maybe it's one you haven't mentioned. Yeah, um, that's a t- that's a tough question. If I could have one back, I guess. I mean, that's so hard. There's so many. I mean, I've wrestled in the blood round. I wrestled RBY my first year, and it was like a one point match. And then Pletcher in the quarters that year. Um, trying to think like looking back which one would have been the one I guess I mean my freshman year just to get that one back against my own coach against Luke just because I mean I I win that match I think I go out there and I mean I win that match as a all-american right away and then I have fix the next round who I already beat that year and not saying it's a guaranteed he's uh, but he's an awesome wrestler probably one of the best um 
of the era, you know, but uh, I definitely think that I could have won that one too. And then you, that puts me in the final. So I guess probably that one. I mean, last year, obviously I want that match back with DeSanto. I wish I could wrestle him again. Cause it's like, I feel like the first time everyone wrestles DeSanto, you just get like overwhelmed and you're like, whoa. But then after you wrestle him once, you're like, it's really not, it's just kind of a lot of noise and not as much offense as, as it seems to be whenever you're out there, you know, you watch it and you're like, he's really just spazzing out on you. You just got to like slow him down. So I guess either yeah. that one or the, the Pletcher one. <laughs> good answers. All good answers. Uh, let, let's talk about the team. You know, what was coach Gavin's vision or what, what, what did he pitch to you when he was recruiting you or maybe it was you coming to them more, but what, what's been the, what is he communicating to the team and where, where does he, you know, feel like you guys are headed? Yeah. I mean, I think the future is really bright for Pitt right now. Um, we, since I've been here, the growth um, has been insane. Uh, my first year here, we were, there was a lot of cleaning house. I mean, you got rid of a lot of guys and, uh, not saying they had a bad team. It just wasn't the best culture. Um, and then it was like kind of a rebuild from there. So I came in and my first year we were decent. Like we were pretty good, but we weren't, we weren't amazing, but we started to build a good culture and slowly but surely are landing these uh, recruits that, you know, they, they want to do really well and live a good lifestyle and just be successful in all aspects of their life. And, and that kind of like, you know, snowballed into having a tough team. But like, I would just say he kind of preaches like, you know, live, live, live the way um, you kind of want to compete. Like it, it doesn't just take like coming in the room and, and putting this time in and punching the clock. Like it takes a whole lifestyle. And uh, I think that's why people want to come to Pitt now because they see that. And they like the recruits we landed last year, that that this freshman class is they're phenomenal. Um, I think that the best is yet to come for Pitt. Like this year we're tough, but once Nino and I are gone and they filter in these other guys and next thing you know, like these dudes that are freshmen are going to start making noise. And I think they're going to be really good. And it's really just because they all live a good lifestyle. And I've watched them since they were kids, just like I, we all grew up in the same clubs and these guys just, they really want to be good and live the right lifestyle. And that's what pit wrestling is now. It's, it's a, uh, it's a good culture full of guys that want to be good and um, have really high aspirations. Like, I mean, for instance, here's a good example of it's Pitzer. Like he's coming in at heavyweight and he wants to win a national title. So like, it's not like, and it's not like he's saying like, I want to win a national title in like a couple of years. Like he wants to win an, he wants to win four national titles. Like he's, he lost in the finals at um, Midlands and he's out in the hallway doing standups is what Keith told us, like, because he was so mad at himself for not getting off bottom. So like when you're getting guys like that, it's like these recruits see it. And I think they, they want to come here. At least I would, if I was in their position. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I think the the first thing to building any program or getting any program on, on track is the culture is building that culture. And then, from there, you can you can start to put a championship program together. So I'm glad to hear that that's kind of the direction that that you guys are headed. As far as what do you got? Six weeks or something till NCAA seven? I don't know. Um, yeah, four weeks and two, yeah, we'll call it seven weeks uh, left of your college career, right? 
where's your head at? What are you, you know, is it, man, I got to get this done. I got to get on the podium or is it day to day? Don't, don't look, don't like the same thing you've been saying before, right? I'm not looking ahead. I'm not looking at brackets. I'm just, just trying to get better. Yeah, it's, uh, I think I've thought like that, like in the past, what you just said, like, hey, I got to do this. You know, I need to get on the podium. Like I would on accident be that way. I wouldn't mean to, but like I would just put too much pressure there. Um, but uh, it kind of is just day to day, like you just said. Like I'm very laid back this year um, in a lot of ways. I've broken a lot of my tendencies. Like I used to be really superstitious with like, things I did the night before or I don't know food I ate or just the way I stretch before matches which I still do some of the things but um I've broken a lot of those tendencies so it really is just day to day like I'm just trying to be happy um which I'm so happy but uh just trying to like live a happy life and you know enjoy my time here enjoy these practices um enjoy being around a team for the last couple of weeks and, you know, just hopefully leave my mark on the, on the program. But, uh, but yeah, my mind's, I think I'm in a really good place mentally. I, I'm, I haven't even like, we, there's three dual meets left in the season. Well, wait, three, there's three weeks left, four dual meets left in the season for us. And it's like, I can't even believe it. It just like flew by and I've been super laid back. Like when we went to wrestle Columbia this year, I went around the city and checked it out. And like, typically like I would be sitting in the hotel room, like being a, you know, recluse, but now I'm yeah. like exploring, you know, going on walks, uh, just trying to, you know, not make it bigger than it is and just take it all in because this is it. And, uh, I'm excited. I, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about the next steps of life. I really want to get into giving back afterwards, um, coach on some level. So you know, yeah. hopefully, hopefully it ends in my way. And if not, you know, I'm going to put myself, I'm at least going to put myself in the position to, to win a national title. I love it. And I like the fact that you're like stopping to smell the roses and like, you know, feel like, yeah, man, six, seven years went like that. This next three weeks plus NCAAs and, and ACCs is going to be the blink of an eye. So no, I, yeah. I think you have the right attitude. I, I for sure think you have the right attitude headed into the twilight, if you will, of your career. Um, and we're winding down here, but we got just, we got two little segments um, that I like to like to close the show out with. And the first one I gave you a heads up, um, it's called joke time, real simple. Right. And, and this is, I just want you to tell me a joke, any joke, just, you know, like PG 13 ish, it, you know, don't, don't give yeah. me any x-ray. Already. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Now I got one. I, uh, like I said, I had to look one up because I'm not a, uh, I don't know. I just don't have a ton of jokes off the top of my head. But uh, I ran this one by my trainer before and he thought it was kind of funny. So um, so if you're American when you go into the bathroom and you're American when you come out of the bathroom, what are you while you're in the bathroom? I, I, uh pecan i don't know <laughs> european <laughs> european I, I was close i, was, I like it's somewhere european all right yeah <laughs> that's a good one. that's a good one yeah yeah I, I mean it was okay i tried 
You know, I like it. All right. All right. Last one. Um, I, I call this one wins and whoopings, right? So if you think over, you know, the entire, the entirety of your career from your first last first ever match to your most recent, I want you to give me an example, one example for a win and one for a loss, a win that stands out as memorable, your favorite, your biggest, your best, or, or just like it can be peewees, a, 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 a kid that used to beat you and you finally beat him or a comeback or, or whatever. One win that stands out as memorable as big or small as the match may have been. And then one loss where it was just like a whooping. You just got your tail kicked in and everybody's, everybody's walked off the mat and been like, what just happened? I just got the beat down of my life. So one win, one whooping, whichever one you can do either one first. Okay. I'll go. Uh, so the win would be uh, my first, my first year of college. The most memorable, like, to date, I would say would be my first year of college, uh, coming, like I had those two years off. So I was like, I spent two years basically red shirting, um, practicing. It was, it was tough to watch. Um, I've got to wrestle with Cliff Keen and the weeks leading up to that, I was, I mean, I remember being in the room. I, I like was crying at one point. Cause I'm like, I suck. Like, I'm just getting my ass kicked out here, like in the room. And, um, I went, and my, my one teammate actually like said to me, like, we were like sitting against the wall. He's like, dude, it's really like, you're going to be fine. Like you wait and see, like when you go to Cliff Keen this week, like, you're going to do really well. And uh, the tournament started and I made the quarters and I had Ethan Lezak and I, I beat him like four to one or something. And I remember just wa- walking off the mat, looking at coach lean. And I was like, I'm back. Like, cause like, I felt like, I mean, in high school, I was, you know, kind of like on the top coming out. And it was just like, I felt like I was sitting on the sidelines for a while. And it was so tough to sit there and watch. And and it was mentally very hard, too. It was mentally draining. And then it was like, I'm here. Like, I can I can win a national title right now. So, um, I uh, yeah, I won that one, slapped Coach Clean's hand. And I was like, I'm back. And it was all fired up. And so I'd say that one definitely for college or in high school, my first on the road to my first state title. Cause that was just emotional. Um, yeah, winning in the South is a real emotional win, but, uh, one of those two, I would say. Um, right. and then the whooping is real easy for me. Um, the first time I wrestled Austin DeSanto at nationals, he whooped me. Like I, uh, it was one of those matches that like, you just come off and you're like, wow, that was bad. And also I, uh, I, I regretted, like, I remember I, a lot of people were like, oh, are you going to, they just like asked me if I was going to change the way I wrestled for him. And I was like, no, like, I'm not going to, like, I'm going to wrestle him straight up. And he's not someone that like, <laughs> you want to go out there with a mentality of like, kind of like getting into a shootout or a, I don't know, like a, a hard hand fight. Like you kind of do need to be a little bit more strategic just so he can't get going. And then like, you can once you're out of that like first period, it kind of gets a little bit easier in that, on that end. Um, But that first period, you got to be smart and, you know, set up your shots. And I went out there just not with a good mindset. (laughs) And I think I lost by like seven points, maybe a major. I don't know. It was, uh, but I did not feel like I was sniffing a point. It was bad. (laughs) I was kind of embarrassed. I walked off. I'm like, wow. (laughs) You paint a you paint a really nice picture on both of those, so I appreciate that. Um, 
and I appreciate you coming on and, and chat with us. And you know, like I said, you know, letting us get to know you a little bit more in your story. Um, and I definitely wish you the best of luck. I'm, I'm glad to know that you're, you know, enjoying this, this last part of your career. Um, and it's so excited to see you out at nationals, but I want to give you the final word to say anything you want to say about anything. Yeah. Uh, I mean, thank you for having me on. Obviously this was really cool, fun experience, but, uh, you know, everyone just watch out for pit wrestling. Um, we're on the, they're definitely on the come up and, uh, for the next years to come and also watch out for us the rest of the year, because I think, I mean, we have Iowa state this week and UNC two big duels. I think Iowa state's like ranked fourth in the country right now, or I don't know, maybe higher or lower, but I mean, we had a big win over Virginia tech. So don't be surprised. Um, I think we can pull this one out too. And, you know, just keep climbing. This team's pretty special and uh, everyone wrestles for each other. So I'm excited about that. But uh, H2P and we appreciate you for uh, having me on. Awesome. Well, thank you, H2P. Back to you, man. Uh, Mickey, it's been a pleasure. Best of luck. We'll see you out in Tulsa. Yep. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Have a great day. All right, folks, that's going to do it. Mickey Philippi, uh, like I said, 133 pounds uh, out there chasing greatness. So that's going to do it for today's show. Uh, We will see you guys next time. Have a great day. (laughs) 